A. Nelson, alcoholic addict. That is not my real name. That is the fake name that I used on my fake ID back in college. Just kidding. Uh, I don't think I had a fake ID. I think I just stole alcohol from people. I don't know. <laughs> but that it, Nelson is my pen name that I use here at LOL Sober. When I got to rehab back in 2008, every group session began with everybody in the room saying when their sobriety date was, their name and their sobriety date. And as I recall, everybody in the room had like a week or 13 days or 25 days. And I remember a few few people eventually got to a month or even two months and we celebrated like we'd won the Super Bowl. It was so incredible. The idea that anybody could get 30 days without drugs and alcohol seemed so unfathomable that I remember smiling ear to ear and thinking that this person must be a superhero. How did this happen? I can't believe it. And then one day, when I had about 20 days sober, a guy named Lenny, that's not his real name, um, uh, changing his name, uh, but a guy named Lenny, he showed up. And when it was Lenny's turn to say his sobriety date, he said he had been sober since July. And I remember being very surprised and perplexed because it was mid-December 2008 at the time, which meant Lenny had like five months without drugs and alcohol. He basically had more clean and sober time um, than the entire room combined, and we were all scratching our heads. As the days went on, he was very quiet, and I still didn't understand why he was there with a bunch of people who just had like a couple of weeks sober, and so I did what any gossipy, should have been minding my own business newcomer at rehab does. I, I launched a full investigation. <laughs> After all, I had been sober for, what, maybe like 10 minutes? So obviously it was time for me to start figuring out what other people's problems were. Get to the bottom of that. So I tried fishing with our counselors, and they gently emphasized the, the concept of, you know, patient privacy, <laughs> and also that maybe I ought to concentrate completely on my own life and my own sobriety rather than other newly sober people at rehab. I, I asked some of the other addicts in the room, uh, in, our, in our group, if, if they knew anything, and they all shrugged their shoulders. They didn't know either. You know, Lenny was, Lenny was a big mystery. But over the coming weeks, Lenny, he shared a little bit at group sessions, and I got to be friendly with him. And he eventually laid out why he'd been sober so long and yet was still back in treatment. And it's one of those stories that I'm so glad I heard at that exact moment. I, f I, I think I needed to hear what he had to say. So it feels like fate when I look back on it. So what did Lenny say? Lenny basically told me that he'd been a hardcore opiate user, but that he drank every day too, so drugs and alcohol. Then he went to this rehab, this exact rehab, and he sobered up, and he stayed sober for a few more months before he ran into trouble. But the trouble was not drugs and alcohol. He said he'd found himself eating bad, behaving bad, saying things he wished he didn't say, lying a lot, smoking more cigarettes than he ever had, watching too much porn. And then he laid out just a bunch of other bad habits. And that's when he busted out the old recovery cliche. We've all heard it. It's the idea that he said, if you hang out at a barbershop long enough, you'll eventually end up getting a haircut. 
I remember looking at him and I was confused and I said, uh, wait, are you, are you saying you've been getting too many haircuts too? Is that why, is that, is that why you're at rehab? The haircuts? And he got a big old laugh out of that and he said, no, 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 no. Listen, my point is that if I'm living a life that is the exact same way of living, just without the drugs and alcohol, everything else is the same. Everything else is a dumpster fire. If I'm doing that, I will eventually use. And I still looked a little bit perplexed. I was new to this, you know. So he knew I loved football, so he, he tried a football analogy on me. He said, you ever watch a football game where a team drives down the field every series but somehow doesn't score for a while? And I said, uh, yeah, sure. I think, I think I've seen games like that. He said, well, eventually, if you're in the red zone over and over again, you are going to get into the end zone. So in my life, that meant I found myself at the two-yard line, very close to using again, even though I hadn't. So I checked myself back in here. I pushed him a bit because I thought it it might have, wouldn't it have been just easier to go to more meetings or get a new sponsor or something else that didn't entail checking back into rehab? And he got, he got pretty serious, you know? Um, I remember he was smoking a cigarette outside, um, and he said, listen, man, let me tell, some, tell you something you should always remember. If you're looking for the easiest, softest way to stay sober, you're already in trouble. Uh, you have to go to any lengths to chase sobriety. You have to fight and scrap for recovery the same way you fought and scrapped for drugs and alcohol. And then he asked me about it. He, he asked me the lengths I went to to get drugs and alcohol when I was using. I, I would do anything, anything. So he said, you got to apply that to recovery too. And so he went on to say that a reboot of sobriety, it just, for him, it felt like the, the right thing to do, to take no chances messing around inside the five-yard line. And so he put himself, put himself back in a lockdown facility, and he was trying to build back up without relapsing, before he relapsed. I've thought about that ever since. I haven't gone back to rehab, but I've gotten, I've gotten, I've gotten to pretty extreme depths when I feel like my sobriety is running low. You know, I remember when I had five or six years sober, I made, I felt I was in a, I just didn't feel great. And so I made a commitment with another sober guy who was scuffling a little bit, made a commitment with him to hit 60 meetings in 90 days. And it was, it was pretty hard, but I did it and it worked. I acted like a newcomer again. I treated my sobriety like I was starting over and I felt the benefit of the gift of desperation. So I just wanted to say thank you. Lenny, Lenny really helped me a lot. I hope he did help you too. I'm so glad Lenny showed up in my life at that point in time. Uh, and I'm so glad that I tried to be rehab Sherlock Holmes <laughs> to get to the bottom of his situation. Um, because what I found there at the bottom, it's something that stayed with me for 13 years now and helps me every day. So thank you for letting me share.